an African story formerly produced for radio, presented and read by Richard Nichols. At the winter's home, Bob has come home from work and Peter has been looking at the book for his learner driver's test, K53. It is now just after 6pm and time for supper as Linda is out of town for a while. She has started her own consultancy to help those wrongly imprisoned. The two take a seat at the table and the topic turns to Jim Davies and the memorial service. Peter asks, so when is the service for Mr Davies? Dad replies, well we have not set a time or date and also the state is still investigating what happened in the operating theatre at the hospital. Would you like a second helping of food? Thanks. Don't mind if I do, said Peter, and got up to dish a nice second helping. I shall be giving Mum a call soon. Would you like to speak to her, said Bob, as he started to clear the table and place the dishes in the dishwashing machine. Peter replies, would love to speak with her dad. Two young lions are now in a standoff with a pack of wild dogs as the evening comes closer to 7pm. We will now have a chance to see if you youngsters have what it takes. We are here as per the instruction of Kefor, your dad's brother. Revenge will be sweet, said Whiteface. Both lions are now face to face with Whiteface. Next thing, Rainmaker grabs the dog by the neck. Whiteface drops to the ground, unable to breathe. Jardu, I suggest the rest of you walk away now. In an amazing turn of events, the pack of five other dogs start to run as fast as their legs could carry them, with ten hyena on their tail. It turns out Rosewater saw the incident and sent support for Jardu and Rainmaker. By now it is clear that if this was Kefor's doing, he is up to no good, was the opinion of both young lions and Rosewater who had come in on the scene very quickly to help defend the youngsters. The news got to Skye, who was concerned that his brother was using the situation with contracting the wild dogs to kill the young male lions to get a reaction out of Skye. This did not work, as the cubs are not part of his pride, nor are they his responsibility anymore. The only conclusion that he came to is Kefor is looking at staging a takeover. Revenge is what this is all about. Getting Rainmaker and Jardu involved will not cause Sky to give up his throne. The phone call to Linda. The phone rings and goes to voicemail. Dean to Linda, you need to tell him. We are together. I love you so much. How long are you going to string him along with a project that does not exist? And when he finds out what then? I will tell him in my own time, as he has gone through a lot in the past year and more. I need to think of Peter, who was convinced his mother was dead, and an uncle who is now in prison. All right, you have made your feelings clear. I suggest you leave and go home, Linda. I was stupid to think we could have had something. What a fool I have been. One more thing. And what about our child? That's on the way. The truth needs to be told. 
Tell him now, replies Dean. Bob places the phone on the hook and walks back into the living room, unaware of the drama that awaits him and Peter. Picks up the hot cup of coffee made by his son and soon goes to bed, leaving Peter in the TV room watching his favourite TV show, Surviving the Jungle. Two young lions stand over the lifeless body of a dead wild dog named Whiteface. Having not had food or any good meal, they look at each other and decide this may as well be food, and so it was, and a jolly good one at that. On the other side of the park, Kefor is not so happy. His plan to cause upset amongst the current pride structures did not work. Then it came to him. His strategy was wrong, as the young nephews were no longer part of Skye's pride, and so the effectiveness of his plan was a disaster. He went back to his den with Scarface and Angel of Death, two very old, beat-up old lions. His den has the nickname of the old live here. Join us if you feel your life is over is a saying said by Scarface. Our young lions went to sleep with a good feeling in their tummies. You've been listening to an episode of African Story, read and written by Richard Nichols. Join me again for another exciting installment of African Story coming soon.